a spicy two-piece right now. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like a spicy two-piece? Yeah. Why? A two-piece spicy. Because I'm fine? <laughs> <laughs> you are fine. Well, thank you. I'm glad that you know it. I don't know how we got to chicken. <laughs> You're hungry? <laughs> I could go for a snack. <laughs> I could. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Permanent Plus One podcast. I go by the name of Alan Woods. And I go by the name of, I was on my way to a summer body, <laughs> oh and now it's fall, and I fell off. <laughs> so that's where I am. I'm talking about snacks. Hey, everybody. I'm Kyla. Another news, speaking of chicken, uh, neither of us participated in the Popeye slash uh, Chick-fil-A we challenge. Not. We did not. We just didn't. I didn't even try. I, don't, I didn't even want one of the sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, I would, I would like to know what it tastes like, but I didn't mm. make it a priority. Well, you won't know right now. <laughs> I will not know. <laughs> They're sold out until further notice. Yeah. yeah. Popeyes, that is. Chick fil A would never. <laughs> your Chick fil A would never sell out of your chicken sandwich. Your McMaga sandwiches are safe and secure. <laughs> oh, goodness. Except for on Sundays. <laughs> yeah. They're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> That's when they re up. Yep, it is. <laughs> it is. Oh man! Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's another one. It's another one. We started this podcast a little more than two years ago. Mm-hmm. On the first episode, we talked about getting ready to go to Made in America during the Labor Day holiday, and it's not the same as it was when we went. It's not. Everybody that they had on the thing, I think I saw Travis Scott and Lizzo, and everybody else they probably could have kept. Wait, Lizzo was there? She absolutely was. How did I not know this? Not that we were going to go, but I'm just saying I didn't see her. Cardi B was on there. She was a headliner one night. Cardi was on there. Yeah, Yeah. she was. I think she headlined the first night. Yeah. I think, yeah. I did not see her. Which is also interesting because when we went a couple years ago, two years ago, she was on the side stage. She was on the side stage. She wasn't nearly as big as she is now. She wasn't. No. She just, she had just dropped Bodak Yellow, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the hit, but everything else she played, I don't think people really knew. So, you know, shout out to them. But yeah, Made in America is definitely uh, skewing towards a younger demographic this definitely. year. Definitely. Because when I was looking at the names, I mean, it was like Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I know. Times have changed. All right. Well, I mean, when we went, it was J. Cole, Jay Z. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Solange. Yeah. I mean, she, Solange was, she was, was one of yeah. yeah. Uh, with a special appearance by Meek Mill. And so now it's just it's just different. Mm-hmm. It's different. It and is different. Um, they are, it seems like they're, they're, trying to get the kids out there mm-hmm. so i mean hey do what you gotta do to keep the revenue up maybe they, maybe the older demographic wasn't you know buying yeah. as many tickets do yeah. what you gotta do i guess you ari know? lennox was also on a in a side 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 stage like not this even year or before no, before okay we were, yes like mm-hmm. we just walked past her because we were trying to mm-hmm. get to somebody and she came out during j cole's yeah right yeah. yeah and so now she's she's doing big things but yeah man everything evolves everything changes everything is love and uh when i think about you know all of these celebrities and you know all of their you know growth mm-hmm. you know i was thinking about like you know some of the homes that they might live in mm. you know and, and we don't have to even know all of these celebrities to get be privy yeah. to the type of house that they might live in yeah we got a sneak preview of the type Did. of home that they might live in man oh man let's talk, let's, you let's, guys yeah. tell, i mean tell I them about it we went to a mansion party last weekend first of all the comments my smart mouth children ask yes, when smart I say mouth kids. that, hey, we're going to a mansion party. Mm-hmm. What do people who live in a mansion call it a mansion First party? of all, don't call us, don't act like, like we're we basic. basic. Yeah. We're, ba- we're not basic, but we don't live in a mansion, and so we're calling it a mansion party. <laughs> it's a mansion party. We were invited um, as guests, and it was 
spectacular. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. However, I think we both decided that we just don't need that much house. Never. Like it was it was a ridiculous amount Never. of house. It was bigger than any house that we've ever seen on Cribs. In life, ever. Like, it was way bigger than any house on Cribs. Yeah. Like if you combine a couple episodes of Cribs, you might have gotten close to the size of this house. It was crazy. We were astonished at the size of just the little wing of the home that we were in, and it probably accounted for one-tenth of the size of the house. Yeah, it was ridiculous. There was a full-size bar. Like, you know how you think about, picture the Cheers bar. Like, there was that size bar inside this inside little bitty wing of the house that and led to a little <laughs> foyer. <laughs> that, that had a lounge attached to it. A lounge into the wine cellar. Into the wine cellar. It was crazy. Which was also large. It was nuts. It was crazy. Yeah. So I don't know what you do with that much house. But then because we're at the age now where we not only go to these homes, we're looking at things like how much artwork is in the room. Like you got six pieces of artwork in this one room. How much do you have in the whole house? All these statues. Statues. Paintings. and Lions. Lions. (laughs) (laughs) Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. (laughs) I mean, rod iron. Um, pool furniture. That's the expensive stuff, y'all, not plastic. Yeah, <laughs> like the the stuff that they sell at Watson's. It's not Watson's. It, it was, was not like, Watson's. It was like the upgrade of whatever you seen at Watson's that was $7,000 for <laughs> two chairs and a table. Yeah. It was like 10 times higher mm-hmm. than that. They like ordered it. Crazy. It was nuts. They ordered it in. Mm-hmm. What are the fancies? They had the, the pool. Ashley Furniture, is that a fancy I place? Don't know. I don't know. But they had the pool with the whole separate outside, mm-hmm. like I don't even know what to call it. It wasn't like a pool house, but it was like it a whole was like separate it was covered like a bar. area. Yeah. Grill it bar. Was it was this pretty crazy. It had like separate restrooms. It had like 12 restrooms in the house. They did. And it was like lots six of, of them on a lower level. So you know there's a lot of entertaining Ooh, happening. Ooh, lots of entertaining. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. I mean, it was a beautiful, beautiful home. Yeah. Catered food. You know, food was catered in. Yeah. Um, there were bartenders. I mean, it was. So it's a great place for entertaining. And yeah. you know what? And here's the thing. I don't know this person, the person who owned the home, but what if they're, you know, one of their, one of their, you know, uh, main kind of uh, goals in life or maybe part of their purpose is to provide a space for things like this. Mm. Like maybe they want to have a big house so they can have these sorts of I didn't think about functions. that. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to err on the positive side. Like not that it's negative ever to, you, yeah. you spend your money on what you want to spend your money on. Mm. Like, you know, um, but you know, what if it, because this, again, was a fundraiser for a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. So, and, 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 you know, maybe this person uses their wealth to benefit yeah. other organizations and that's other people, true. which is I, I didn't really consider it that way. But that's, you know, leave it up to you to be the uh, shiner of light. Yeah, I think we would do that. Yeah. Certainly. Like, if we had, you know, a large amount of space like that, we would definitely but look for But we would never have a space like We would that. never have a space like that. We'll just be clear. Thank you for <laughs> reinforcing I, I that. I want to be clear. I'm not saying that we'll never be able to afford a space like that. Yeah. I'm we saying we would not have okay. one. Okay. And then when you think about it, do you think that this was this person's only home? You know, you brought that up before. I, I would I would be very surprised if this With was the their weather only home. In, in, this, in this climate in the Midwest... I would be very surprised yes. if they did not have a home somewhere warmer. Yeah. Also. And you say they. We don't know for sure that this person was married. We don't I say they as in he. Oh, he. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry. It's okay. I just, because I, I did wonder. I'm like, do, do they have a family? Like, are there kids? You know, I don't yeah, know. Because you try yeah. to think about it with all that. It's just so much space. Yeah. So much space. space. So. But it was crazy. And when we walked in, it was like get out part two. It, we were we two were of four black 
five black people, and one was in the band. One was in the band. A couple of them were working tables, but they were like, you know, servers. And then there was one other gentleman who looked like he was an attendee. um, And in the movie Get Out. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So we weren't sure. Yes. You know, we walked in, and I was just like, man, we probably should have sent our GPS to somebody just in case. Man. But it was it was a dope it was event. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful home. It was it a was great event. Beautiful. Great home. They have live live music. Mm-hmm. Uh, live band was rocking. Yeah. Was the keynote event. speaker. Would you like to speak about him a little bit? I don't remember his name. Oh, I don't remember his, his name. His name was Aaron. It was it really Aaron? Or are you saying? I think it was it Aaron. Up? Okay. Uh, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers. It was Aaron someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was a rock climber. Yes. And uh, there was a movie made about his life called 127 Hours. Yep. And uh, Oh, you ja- remember the name James of the movie? Franco. That's helpful. Yeah. James Franco was the main uh, character in that movie. Mm-hmm. Aaron Ralston. Aaron Ralston. Yes. Mountaineer and adventurer. Mm. Yes. What is a mountaineer? Oh, a person a who climbs mountains? Yep. That's not a rock climber? No. I don't know what a mountaineer is. I, it just came up on his... Huh. Uh, Description. Hmm. So now we n- learned a new title. So he's a mountaineer who, um, in one of his quests, uh, ended up in a uh, circumstance where a boulder um, crushed his arm and had him pinned and trapped between a rock and a hard place. Mm. And he actually wrote a book called A Rock and a Hard Place or something yep, like that. I didn't know that. You told me that. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, he was there for 127 hours, mm-hmm. hence the name of the movie, and ended up having to cut himself free um, by breaking his arm yeah. and cutting the flesh. Amputating his own yeah. arm, which is crazy it's think about. It's crazy, but it's not that crazy because I don't think it's as hard as we think it, that we think it would oh, be. Oh, to cut your arm off? Yeah, because it's 127 hours later, so you didn't feel it. Yeah. Like your arm is super numb mm-hmm. by then. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, but so that's the movie. He, he gave a great motivational talk and uh, saying what happened on in that scenario on the mountain. And um, it's just a very interesting thing, you know, to think about what are we willing to do to survive, you know, and to live. And now he has this circumstance that has given him a platform to go forward and travel the world and share his story. Um, but had the boulder not done that, you know, would we know who he is? Mm, probably so. not. And the movie was uh, nominated for um, Best Picture, uh, oh Oscar wow. for Best Picture, and for Best Actor for James wow. Franco. I did not know that. Me neither. Now I want to watch it. Yeah, maybe we should. All right. Check so, yeah, that's our uh, mansion party story. We're still going to call it a mansion party. Mm. I don't care what these kids say. It was a mansion party. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, Kyla and I have been having a great time in this marriage. We have. <laughs> so all eight, all eight and a half years. I mean, not all eight and a half years. Well, you're right. You are right. You're right. The sum of the eight and a mm-hmm. half years has been great. Yes, it has. But there, like, we would we would be lying to try to make people think that there's never been times mm-hmm. when it wasn't harder than other days. Yes, I but mean the overall, yeah, the good absolutely. has certainly outweighed the bad. Absolutely, yes. I give it a B plus. You know, so there's been. Wait a minute. <laughs> There's room. There's room. I said a B plus. There's room for improvement. This is news to me, everybody. I just want everyone to be clear. I meant a B plus is good. I would have said an A. You would have given us an A. 
Does it, age just seems so close I'm to perfect. I'm kind of teasing you. I'm teasing. Oh, okay. I'm teasing. Yes. I'm, saying, I'm just man. kidding. I, I no, I think a B plus is good. Okay. I, was yeah. say, I think I think that <laughs> we fed. B plus is good. A, I was like, man, maybe my scale is <laughs> off. Going bad. I, I'm grading on a curve. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think a B plus is accurate. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, there's been so many times in our relationship where, you know, things haven't been perfect, but we've learned from those things. And I think that that's been a dope part of it. But I almost would say, I don't know why I'm getting so wrapped up into this grading scale, but he, but I feel like because we've learned mm-hmm. and because we've grown and because we've taken those things and getting better, like, I don't know. I think that it'll help us on the next test. Yeah. So, you know, I think that eventually we will get to an A minus mm-hmm. and then an A and mm-hmm. then... You know, it'll be an A plus one time. Mm-hmm. Once these kids get up out this house, oh man, be we're a gonna plus. be A plus plus, A plus plus plus, <laughs> <laughs> with extra credit. Oh goodness. <laughs> so I mean, I think I think that you know we've learned a lot. We've um, kind of pushed through, and right now, like we're talking about right now, I think that we're at an A. But I think that there's been you don't have to change it, baby. No, I'm no, I'm saying overall okay. B plus is what I said. I'm saying right now, I think we're in a Oh, in this season. Yeah, in this season. Okay. Yes, I would agree. And there have been times when it's been a C. Yes. Okay. There's never been times when it was like a D. Yeah, I'm giving an average. Thank you, honey. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, right now, we're in an A season. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's what I was saying. Like, I think that we're in a great, we're at a great point right now. And I think that one of the things that I am challenged by is, you know, not taking our foot off the gas because it's in an A season. Mm-hmm. So I think that if we want to get to the A plus, we have to, you know, invest in our relationship. Yes. And it's like I had put a post the other day that essentially said that when you are managing your money and you're trying to think of the best time to invest, the best time to invest is not when you don't have any money or when right. things are going bad financially. The best time to invest is when you have a surplus of money and you have a little extra that you can do something with and you mm-hmm. can put into this investment. And, and that can grow that investment, exactly. grow your financial um, status. Exactly. Because yes. it's hard to take from what you don't have mm-hmm. and invest it somewhere. And so what I was saying is like, this is the time that I want to invest in our relationship the most because, you know, when you invest in a relationship when you're in that A season, it helps you to stay in the positive, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas, you know, there's going to be some stuff that comes, but you don't want to wait until you're emotionally bankrupt to start trying to figure out, well, how can I, you know, scrape right. together some some love? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, no, nah, let's like invest right now and do the best that we can to make this season that's great even better mm-hmm. by figuring out, you know, what are other people doing in this marriage season? Mm-hmm. So um, went to Half Price Books and picked up, you know, several different books. And if you want to check those out, those titles out, um, we posted them on our Instagram page. And we're just trying to make sure that we're doing all that we can to make our relationship better. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't want to wait until the days when we're on each other's nerves to try to figure out, well, how do we make this mm-hmm. thing better? Like, no, let's work on it right now mm-hmm. when we're in this great season where we're getting along, we're not arguing, we're not bickering and complaining. You know, the kids aren't completely on our nerves. Like, everything yes. feels very calm and peaceful right now. So now seems like the best time to invest in our relationship. And you have to store up in those seasons and in those times because when you're in a deficit of that good, fluffy, lovey-dovey feeling, mm-hmm. you need to draw from those deposits mm. you made 
in the good times. Yeah. So like the, you know, the reading that we've done and just even we have really rich conversations. Like we talk a lot to each other about different things, just about everything. And, you know, like little surprises, like you wrote me a little love note in my little, um, my little notepad today that I just she discovered. She baby. had a notepad sitting on the table and it said love notes. And so I just wrote something in there the other day. I just saw it on the dining room so table. So sweet. And I was like, I, I guess I'm supposed to write a love <laughs> note in here because <laughs> it says love notes on the so outside. Sweet. So. And it was a little, su- so little stuff like that, yeah. y'all. We, I mean, we talk about all the time on this show that it doesn't have to be big things. Like if you're a guy and you're listening to this, this is on my heart. Like maybe you feel broke and maybe it's a struggle time right now in the marriage um, and you feel like, you know, your woman wants you to do some great things for her, really sweet things or deposit into her. And it can be a little note. Like it can be, we're not always looking for these big grand gestures, trips mm. and, you know, like not always. Wait, I said you, not always. Yeah, I, I don't know. You might some to, women are. You might have to speak for yourself. Well, you are not always looking for those things and you appreciate the small things and you appreciate just tokens of love and gratitude and appreciation. But there are some people, maybe their love language is gifts. Maybe so. But some of these people out here would make fun of a dude. Like, if you know, and it's, it's sad that we're it at that is. time. And I don't want to make a generalization and make it seem like all women are like that. Mm-hmm. But you just see it so much now where, you know, a man could write a letter and say, you know, I'm sorry that I can't do all of those things, mm-hmm. but I want to just do what I can right now. And then she might mess around and send it around to her friends or post it on Facebook I or mean, something. Like, yeah. I've seen stuff like that. And, and that's sad. That sucks it is. Because, like, for a guy who's trying to figure it out, like, you don't need that. You need the encouragement mm-hmm. that, you know, I appreciate the fact that, you know, you love me in the way you can and you do what you can because I came from that place. When we got together, I ain't had nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, was struggling. Yeah. I mean, but you always I did like, things to let know, me know yeah, that you cared. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't like broke, broke, but I wasn't in a place that I wanted mm-hmm. to be in. You know, I was taking care of my business and doing all that stuff, but I wasn't like working the job that I wanted to be working or making the money I wanted to mm-hmm. be wor- making or driving a car I wanted to be driving. But I, you knew that there was potential there and that I was going to be busting my butt mm-hmm. to get to where I wanted to be. And you saw that potential and you were patient. But there's some people who are not that way. So I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah. Some people are not as patient as you and some people are not as open to the fact that, you know, a man is trying mm-hmm. and they're going to just show their love through a note. So here's what I will say to that. I yeah. think you make very valid points. And you're right. There are some you know, women, men, whoever, that are looking for those very large gestures. What I want to speak to more specifically is if there are, you know, if there is someone who feels like whatever they have to give is not enough mm. and their spouse or partner is just looking for them to do something. Yeah, I so, like, I, wa- I just want you to do something, but you are so in your mind and you're comparing and you're, th- you're so caught up on what it should look like mm. that you're not doing anything. So I you're not you. writing me. You're not, you know, bringing me one single flower instead of a do- dozen or just I'm using that as an example. But any or washing the dishes or washing the dishes or washing or the clothes yeah. or picking the kids. up. Exactly. Or, you're yeah, not doing you. anything to show me you appreciate me or any because, again, in your mind, it's like nothing's enough or I'm not at this place or I haven't reached this goal or I haven't made this money. But your your partner might just be looking for you to give anything meet them meet them halfway like show that you know show that small quote-unquote token of affection that might be the deposit that's true to get you through the tough times 
Yeah. So it's like a savings account. It's like a savings account. You know, you wanna you wanna save for a rainy day, you wanna save for those times when there's an emergency and when you don't have, you know, extra funds in your in your love account, mm-hmm. you know, it's like when an emergency hits, Ooh. you don't have anything to pull from. Nothing you d- to pull from. Yeah, you're looking at all this this struggle that y'all been going through mm-hmm. and you have nothing to look back on and say, Okay, when things were going great, they continued to invest. They mm-hmm. continued to you know, because now I don't have anything to pull right. from. Right. You got to have stuff to pull yeah, from. You have to have stuff to pull from. So, yeah. yeah so, uh, like I said, check out the book list on uh, Instagram. And then if you guys have suggestions on books, we're always looking for other ways that we can continue to grow, mm-hmm. not just through the podcast, but also through the things that we read. Or if you have, like, devotionals or um, I saw uh, David and Tamala Mann have a devotional on the, the U version of the Bible. Oh. Uh, app. Yes, yeah, there are some today. really great yeah. devotionals on there, and I don't. I can speak for myself. I certainly don't utilize those as much as I should. I've done a few of them, and they've uh-huh. they they're they've always been really really good. Yeah. So I would love to. Is it one we could do that one together? Yeah. There's yeah. there's a whole marriage section, mm-hmm. but yeah, they they had one on there. Um. So I think it, it comes from their book. They wrote a book together, and mm-hmm. so um, I think they're like excerpt excerpts excerpts excerpts. You said it. You had it right. That's a difficult word. Excerpts. Hey, do they still make certs? <laughs> <laughs> what are cert mints? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, y'all, listen. This is how we get off track because we go from excerpts to cert the mints. <laughs> I don't know, honey. We should look it up. I just had a memory. Oh, goodness. Third grade. You're so funny. Little pack of certs. Certs. You used to keep them? Yeah. Get that third grade breath fresh? Yes. You was out there macking. Listen. Girl, you want some of these certs? No, I used to give them to my teachers. They had coffee breath. and be like, (laughs) before you help me with this math problem. That's why your little butt was (laughs) going to detention. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry. All right. (laughs) Fresh to death. So a couple that we love and are in fellowship with, um, Pastor Sidell and Pastor Sherman Bradley, you can catch them here on episode nine if you go back a little bit. Um, they were really awesome guests, and uh, they invited us to speak to a marriage group that they meet with pretty often. And so first of all, we were incredibly honored by this request um, that, and that they trusted us. Because here's the thing, when someone opens up a group to you, there's a, there's a lot of trust there. Um, so especially I think when you're dealing with relational, um, topics and so for us to go and speak to this group of married couples, um, we were really excited about it. We came up with some activities and some questions and some prompts. Um, and if you follow us on social media, hopefully you do, um, on Instagram, we were posting about this and, and just kind of sharing some of the insights about our experience, um, leading this discussion. And it was pretty amazing. Would you agree, honey? I would agree. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wonderful time. Can I? <laughs> yes, you please. You have something to say? You, you, you guys, I'm over here pouring out my little heart about our discussion. He has his phone in his hand, so he's looked up certs. I bet you. Watch. What would you look up? What'd you find out? I found a pack of certs. <laughs> How much are they? On eBay. Oh, they're not on eBay. I want you to order them. $79.95. No, they're not. <laughs> I am in the wrong business. Certs package. Candy breath assorted fruit. Sir. Mints. Vintage retro. 
old, new, unopened. Seventy nine ninety five. From nineteen eighty two is the year they were <laughs> from. On oh, the pack it says try me. Oh Twenty nine cents. Seventy nine ninety five. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's I okay. I'm gonna derail you. You ready to get back to I the conversation? I, I, I am. Okay. So um we met with the couples. It's about six couples, I think. Yeah. Ish. Roughly, yeah. yeah. And um, so, like I said, we came up with some. You had a, a deck of cards that yeah. we went through. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So when I was in New York, um, probably seven months ago or so, uh, I did uh, a couple um, photo sessions with a couple different people in uh, New York. Shout out to Jace. Uh, he connected me with a couple of his people. And I met a guy named Michael who was uh, working on this project called Actually Curious. Um, and essentially what it is, is a, it's the anti-cards against humanity. Um, it's essentially cards that are, as he describes, that are for humanity. Mm. Um, and it gives you an opportunity to go deeper with people who are in your life. Um, and you can use them like in a smaller group setting or, you know, at work in meetings as icebreakers, whatever. And so there's different cards that are based on how well you know the people that you're with. Um, so the different colors of cards, I went in basically to the, the sets that were a little bit more intimate, um, that are designed for the people that you know the best. Mm -hmm. And so I pulled those and let people kind of pick a card as they went around and they told us who they were, how long they've been married and picked a card and, you know, would read off a, uh, question and, you know, kind of answer it and, and. You know, that that was like a really cool icebreaker. It was a great icebreaker. Yeah. yeah, it was really good. And there were some some questions were really easy and some not easy, but, you know, like my question, for example, was blank makes me laugh because blank. And I I mean, it just so happened to be the Alan <laughs> makes me laugh because he's just really funny in a really organic way. And so but then there were some questions that were a little bit deeper and um, really kind of required mm -hmm. people to open up a little more. So. Anyway, so a good variety of questions. It was a great icebreaker. Yeah. So once we got the conversations going from there, um, then we went into love languages. Yeah. And we talked to them. We had kind of we had each couple go around. And I love that you um, kind of had this as the instruction, was that the spouse had to say what they thought their um, spouse's love language was. Right. So instead of identifying that words of affirmation are my love language, I had to say I had to say what your love language is. Correct. So I thought that went went really well and you know, we had some surprises I think in the room. Yeah. Yeah. And so there were some people who nailed it and then mm -hmm. there were some people who um were not as accurate as mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. Um but it, it gave each person a chance to explain um why the person was wrong or not why they were wrong, but to say yeah, that's a good guess, but I think that my primary love language is this, and maybe that's my second mm -hmm. or third. And it, it really helped kind of frame the rest of the conversation that we had for the and, and prime us for, I guess, the rest of mm -hmm. the conversation. Because as we flow through some of the other discussion points, the love languages kind of resurface. Like, well, you yeah. said this, and that makes sense because your love language is gifts or yeah. your love language is acts of service. So it really kind of helped outline some of the other things that we talked about, which I thought was great. Yeah, definitely. So um, what what do you what was some of the what were some of the highlights for you from our discussion? I think that um, moving from the love languages into just general communication, that there were some people who you could tell um, maybe don't typically have these types of conversations with each other. 
um, and maybe don't have the platform to share these types of feelings in a room with other people who are doing life together and um, who will give them feedback and, and give them acknowledgement or acceptance or, you know, to say, hey, your feelings are valid, you know, and, you know, when your wife says such and such, have you ever thought that it was this? And, you mm-hmm. know, I, I was suggesting to them that being um, in this type of environment, sometimes, you know, when we have circumstances and I think that we're unique and I'm thinking, well, you know, Kyla's the only wife who would do that. Mm-hmm. And then you get around other husbands so like, no, nah, my mm-hmm. wife does that too. And, you know, and this is what happens and this is how I've dealt with it. Or, you know, maybe she's not crazy mm-hmm. and this is like something that, you know, you should have made this adjustment and did this instead, you know? And I mm-hmm. thought that that was, that's really cool to have that type of environment where people can share that and get feedback from uh, guys that, not only listen, but also hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. So and hear the encouragement from other couples about, like you said, with that when that transparency is shown, and when you really give that give room for that much relatability, then you're also able to encourage that other couple and say, like, look, yes, we went through that too, and here's how we handled it. You have to figure out the best way for you all to handle it. But but you know, the main thing is we got through that. <laughs> And so and and we made it and we're stronger and better because of it. Yeah. So um so yeah, it was really for me very reinforcing of the fact that we need those spaces and we need to have uh, more conversations like that. And I think our biggest point of feedback that we got from the couples was that they appreciated our transparency and our willingness to just share. Like we share. I mean, our tough stuff. We do that here. Yeah. We you know because it's important. People need to know you know what that you've gone through stuff. And again, that you made it through that. Or if we're currently going, <laughs> we've talked on here about being mad at each other yeah. right before we got on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think that the other thing that um, became really apparent in this process is that this is something that's needed mm-hmm. and that it's something that we need to facilitate mm-hmm. and take seriously. Uh, because uh, I, don't, I don't think that, you know, we, I mean, we've known for a while that we've been called to do something different and special with mm-hmm. marriage in general. And I think that we weren't really sure exactly what that meant. Mm -hmm. And I think that the podcast was like the first step in, you know, stepping out and being vulnerable and sharing our lives and making sure that uh, we are becoming allies and advocates for positive marriage and, um, you know, letting people know that they can exist and that it doesn't have to be a burden. And, Mm -hmm. you know, all of these cool things that come along with that, um, you know, kind of combating a lot of the things that you hear about marriage in media or TV or movies or you know wherever music like you know where do you hear man so when's the last time that you just heard somebody on tv just talk about how dope it was to be right unless it's on black love doc yeah we're just not hearing it exactly (laughs) exactly so yeah on on black love you know you get to you do get to get Mm -hmm. that but before that show existed where did we hear that no like when were people (laughs) what are our examples you know, yeah, this of, is us. of positive love. Jack and Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Randall and... Uh, yeah, and Beth. Beth, yeah. yeah. So, I don't it's know. It's interesting, though. You know, it I is. think you're right. And we we are... I mean, we've never taken it lightly, but I think we're understanding now, and we've had some pretty strong confirmations come through recently, yeah. that we just need to step it up, and we need to take it more um, seriously, you know, and just provide more of a platform for people to really come together and have these conversations because they're important. Yeah. So what I'm going to request is that you guys hold us accountable 
continue to ask us where the podcast is, continue to ask us where the events are, all of those things, all of those opportunities to gather with other couples. And, you know, like when we were in Indianapolis, we did events where I think it was called a, a mingle or something mm-hmm, where, but something. it was like married people and yeah. engaged people. And like, we just kind of all came together, mm-hmm. met at a restaurant, ate, kind of had a little, you know, event where we talked and, yeah. you know, like we should be doing more of that, you we know, should. to, because sometimes as a married couple, it's also hard to find other married couples to hang with. Yes. Um, and, and that positive, healthy, encouraging environment to exactly. be around. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. So hold us accountable because we are, uh, renewing our vows <laughs> to yes, to do this for real and um you know we just want to make sure that we are being used uh you know by God to help other people to see that you know marriage is a beautiful thing and it can be beautiful and uh, you know it's something that's positive and can make your life better and it doesn't have to you know feel like it's it's a, a ball and chain mm-hmm. situation you know um you know we out here balling <laughs> and changing. Balling. <laughs> it's balling change. <laughs> balling change. <laughs> balling change. Kickball change. <laughs> Is it like that? No. In the dance Balling. Oh, yes. Kickball change. I know. It was a joke. Yeah. Do you know what a kick? Yes. You're the one who used to watch yesterday. Dancing with oh, the no. Stars. We did it yesterday as a part of the Sister Accord uh, slide that we oh. did at the T. And that's reminding me about the kickball change. Shout out to part of the movie. The Shout out to the Sister Accord. Sonya oh, Jackson speaking of Miles. Sister She's Accord, like you were telling me about a musician, an artist that we need to Listen, be hanging out, spending that, more time listening that to. That Avery Sunshine, she brought all the vocals to the T yesterday. And she only performed for probably 15 minutes, but it mm. was incredible it was i mean her voice is a gift from heaven All it right. was beautiful so we're gonna add some yes. avery sunshine to the permanent plus one mm-hmm. um spotify playlist uh if you have not checked out the spotify playlist it's been going on for about a year and a half mm-hmm. we got a playlist of songs that um you know we like and are important to us or songs that our guests have suggested that we add to that playlist so if you just go to spotify and just search permanent plus one that'll pop up um, so we'll make sure that we add that to that. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Well, guys, this has been great. It has been great. But before you try to sneak out with your <laughs> church <laughs> finger up in the air. <laughs> I thought we were wrapping before things you, up. Before you try to sneak out with your church finger in the air. Uh, Lo wha- siento. What's oh <laughs> Don't make me bring my Spanish back out. Oh, we saw that work. Lo siento mucho. In <laughs> one of those other episodes. Said, I'm sorry. Como. <laughs> Esta. Leche. Matando. All right, so what's the status of, of your passport? I have my passport. You have your passport? Ding, ding, ding. Where's, Where's our, our bell? bell? <laughs> Where is the bell? Somebody, one of these Somebody kids. Somebody took our bell. Okay. They took it and put it you in a locker. They put it in the she shed and they burned it down. <laughs> you know, nobody burned down your she shed, Cheryl. <laughs> I have my passport, everybody. Yay. I'm very happy, very excited, very proud. To have my passport, so uh, yeah, yep. And my Spanish, my little Spanish teaser there for you is from the last episode, I think, where we talked about going to another country. Yeah. But our and you, first trip, you were going to be our our uh, yes. translator on this trip. I'm not quite there yet. I'm not quite there yet. So um, we'd also love to hear from you guys about like what what trips have you taken as a as a married couple? What what countries have you gone to? What stamps do you have on your passport? Tell us about it and what your experience was like there. Speaking of stamps on passports, I hate when you go to a country and they don't give you a stamp. 
you do. Which country did you go? Not Colombia. No, Where when was I went it? to Canada, mm. like apparently Canada doesn't give out stamps. Why? I don't know. That's why. That, that is pretty whack. Yeah. Oh, I found our bell. Yay! Celebrate good times. Come on. Do 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 do. All right. Thank you for tuning in to this episode yes. of the Permanent Plus One podcast. If you appreciate the podcast, please tell your friends to tell their friends, yes. to tell their cousins, aunts, yes. and sisters to tell their enemies oh, to that's listen. That's a lot of people. To everybody. Tell everybody, everybody. you know to tune in to the Permanent Plus One podcast. And they don't have to be married to listen. Anybody they can listen. Not. Anyone can listen hey. to the show. Anybody can listen. Yes. Anybody can listen. Yes. Um, you can find us on Google or Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Spotify or you can find us on SoundCloud. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Until the next time. Love each other.